Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, it's another edition of Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry talking about the greatest movies of all time and then some, lots to do and little time to do it. Um, if you are listening on Wobo 1190 and 1075 FM, the back end of the show, we'll celebrate the birthday of Michael Douglas, who's 77 years old. So we're going to replay our 10 favorite Michael Douglas movies if you're listening on Wobo. But if you're listening via podcast, welcome aboard. Make sure you share and rate and review all you can and find us every week on Spotify, uh, Apple, all the places you can download podcasts. We're there for you. And we've got some great movie news ahead and some uh, movies to talk about. Let's bring him in right now. Uh, Chuck Curry, you know, a year ago, we Michael Douglas, we scratched our heads. Oh, my God, he's 76. Well, this year, he's 77. And he's still doing good work out there. The Kaminsky Method was really good. The final season I enjoyed on Netflix. And uh, he's done, obviously, we're going to talk about his movies later on on the radio. But, you know, uh, it's, it's never a bad thing if we're bringing up Michael Douglas. No, and I got to tell you, you know, on reflection, I was giving this some thought. What he did, and I, I love him. I, I think he's an icon. Um, there's nobody doing what he does theatrically to draw a mass audience. What he did uh, in the 90s, you know, uh, Fatal Attraction, all the, you know, a Basic Instinct. He did adult-oriented uh, disclosure, adult-oriented material that drew big crowds to movie theaters. I don't know if you can see that again. He was great. Yeah, he was. And he shares birthday with quite a lot of other uh, actors. And he is actresses. great. Let me just press it. And he's also great in the Marvel Universe and the Ant-Man movies. I think he elevates that material to, a, um, to even higher level. As good as Paul Rudd is, him, the, you know, him getting involved in that franchise has been really good for it. Absolutely. And uh, he shares a lot of birthdays with other people. We're going to do a fast five, including his wife. Catherine Zeta-Jones, yes, they share a birthday. So uh, we'll, we'll get to Fast Five a little bit later on. Michael won't be a part of it because we're going to actually talk about uh, his movies on uh, on the radio later on tonight. All right, Chuck, uh, you know, I got a chance to watch Cry Macho and I want to bring it up because I, I got to tell you, it it's a snore fest. It really is. I, I you know, I did not enjoy it at all. It's okay. it's basically there's no script to it. It's the, the young actor who plays opposite of Clint Eastwood is really not a very good actor. Um, and, you know, you brought up last week how watching him be frail and and, and it, you know, how distracting that is on the screen. Well, you only watch the first 10 minutes of it, doing it for, you know, a full 90 to 100 minutes. It does wear a little thin. Um, it's nowhere near the mule uh, or any of his later work. And, you know, it's. I, the, the the bad thing is, is if this is his last movie, I kind of wish he would have just wrapped it up with the mule because this one just did nothing for me. And really, that I didn't watch it yet. Other than it, like I told you, the first 15 minutes last week, um, there's no story. It's just so a war fest. You completely and lost interest. Yeah, I did. He, he goes to the Mexico to find his friends and not even his friend's son. That, that, that just uh, it it's nothing there. It's just nothing there. And I was uh, really, ups, you know, it's really upsetting that, you know, Clint, this is this is a part of his pantheon of, you know, he's had like three or four different careers. And you would call this the, you know, the December career of, of his well, life. Like, let's be honest. I mean, we brought it up last week. There is nobody 
in the history of the industry who's directed and starred in a movie at 91 years old. I mean, no. it's, uh, it's unreal. No, it produced it too. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of incredible. Uh, you know, he's, he's still a great actor and he's still a great screen presence, even at his age, but, uh, it, it's just upsetting. And, uh, there was a reason why this is also released on HBO Max at the same time, because it's just not. Let me ask you a question, because somebody told me this. I didn't watch the whole thing, but but the women he's the women that he's involved with yeah. this movie are, are not exactly uh, 89. Right. He get Yeah, there's a there's a no, there's a I would say in her 30s actress that comes yeah, yeah. on to him in the in the movie. And even in the mule, there's a sex scene. Now, in the it, mule. It, yeah, I it, know, it just, which is uncomfortable to watch. Let me ask not. you another question. Is he playing a 90 year old man? I, or, or they never mentioned younger? it. They he's never mentioned young, it. I mean, he's evidently playing younger. Yeah, it's never brought up his age at all, other than he's just an old time Bronco uh, yeah. rider. So it, it's never uh, broached. Nobody ever says, oh, my God, you're 90. So it didn't doing give this you crap. the same feeling as a shootist in 76 with John Wayne. No, it's just uh, no, it's not. And and uh, it's off putting too. it's just that, you know, whatever. I, I'm sure is hard blooded fans will enjoy it and get through it, but there's no action. And he's punching 30 year old guys. And, you know, it's like, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, <laughs> there's a pet rooster in this film. I think I made light of it in a text to you. It's like, well, you know, uh, uh, anyway, um, so cry okay. macho. Uh, but, you know, there are some movies getting released you know, today, Chuck, including the Tammy Faye movie. I, you know, I kind of want to see that. Um, I don't know if I'll go to the theaters to see it. But Jessica Chastain is the Tammy Faye Baker that gets released this weekend as uh, as well as a couple other movies, including, um, I guess, where the Dear Evan Hansen comes out. Now, that was a Broadway show. Uh, the lead actor is uh, is starring in it again. On, yeah, I mean, this, on, is on supposed to be, this is supposed to be a very tepid weekend at the box office. But yeah. what it is, you know, the industry right about now is taking a collective breath and hoping that there's much, much better days ahead because October is going to be a good month in terms of product being infused into multiplexes. Yeah, you you've know, got you, the, you, you've you, got you, Bond and, and Venom well, and a lot more. Yeah, you got Venom. You got uh, many Saints in Newark, which come out next Friday, October 1st. And they got Bond coming out on the 10th. You got um, Halloween Kills. And so the first half of October there's a lot of injection of high profile, highly anticipated movies. You know, I just watched another, you know, the final trailer of, of Bond again on YouTube. And um, I said to my daughter, I said, you know, this is a $250 million movie. Yeah. So it has to do well. It's going to do well, but how well? You know, that's yeah. going to be the question. Could it, could it, could it do? I mean, normally I think that movie would do a billion dollars worldwide. Could it do 700,000, 700 million? 700 I, think it, million? I think it could yeah. worldwide. Uh, it's going to, it's not going to, but it's not going to achieve what they really wanted to achieve, but they have no choice, but to release it. And, and uh, today at, at the theater, I'm involved in Pocono cinema. We just got two theatrical posters, a West side story dated December 10th coming out. Um, so they're going to hold the release dates of all these movies. And, and also, I just read that uh, Clifford, the big red dog over at Paramount, which was delayed to next year. Now they brought yeah. it back to bring it back. Well, that's a good sign. Oh, and, but it's going to be released day to day with Paramount Plus. I think who's ever making these decisions day to day is stupid. I mean, these people, they're not thinking straight. 
what is the problem? Put him in a theater, wait 45 days, and then put him on streaming. Like, I don't get, I don't get their greed. For 40, for, for 45 days, they're like, they're that, they're that, uh, they're that nervous? Seriously? Yeah, so I, I guess so. Yeah, no doubt about it. I, you're right. You're right. Um, let's say hey, we should just be glad these movies are getting released. Right. I, I, and ultimately, um, I, the Bond movie is two years old. Right. I mean, the movie should have came out two years ago. So uh, let's hope it makes seven hundred million dollars and then some. And, and we'll go from there, Chuck. I, you know, to twenty twenty two. Maybe it's normal. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just people are going to the theaters, though, Chuck. They are. Uh, it's just that it's just a question of will it ever be droves again? Will it ever be, um, you know, monster money being made in the theaters? I don't know. It's a great question. We listen. We, we say the same thing all the time. The question really comes down to will people sit elbow to elbow in a movie theater? again? That's the I thing. Mean, that is really the question. Yeah. It's not going to happen in 2021. And psychologically, you know, if you read history, the the uh, of, of you know these epidemics throughout history, it could take a decade yeah. for, for the psychology to really flip. Yeah. Um. So I, I think we're really at a one year at a time. Let's see what happens. It's almost one month at a time in the movie industry too. It, is, just, it is, but I mean, you're not going to see a dramatic change this year. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see a slow evolution, and when I mean slow, I mean slow. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, about I think it. Chang. I think Chang. The, the success of Chang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. I mean, it did well. It did really well. Um, the, the question is, and I, I said this to somebody because we were doing a an analysis uh, at a board meeting I had for my local theater, and I said, if you look at the top movie each week. Even if it opens well, it's the, the movie set a second, third, fourth and fifth. The fall off between yeah. one and five is so dramatic. The problem with a multiplex is. Movies that still made some money in, in theater, seven, eight, nine and ten. They're not this. They're not making a dime anymore. If they didn't because no. the fall off between the number one grossing film, like I said, in the fifth grossing film is so dramatic. Uh that is still problematic for as a model, as a business model for the industry. These these problems are still very much glaring, uh, and, and that's why I think you're seeing a movie like Clifford. Like these studios, they're still nervous. They are still nervous because when they spend this money, it seems like they can't wait to get it back. Yeah, there's no. There seems to be like no no other than Disney who has so much money. Um, these other studios want their money back quick. Yeah. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Chuck, speaking of Disney, one of the movie news I had was, did you see they're going to celebrate Disney plus day? No, I didn't see that. November 12th. What's that entail? It entails. uh, What is it? What? One year anniversary? Yeah. November 12th, uh, 2021. um, Shang-Chi, Jungle Mm -hmm. Cruise. They'll be released. You'll be able to watch it that day. Uh, on okay. the on the streaming service, plus the new home sweet home not alone. Not an upgrade. Not an upgrade. An upgrade. No, no wow, upgrade. Good. Okay. Uh, home sweet home alone is going to get. What day is this again? November twelfth. All right. That's going to get released as well. A lot of new um, original series will get released that day. 
uh, a special celebrating the origins of Star Wars, uh, wow. Boba Fett. Oh, by the so, way, did I tell you they, they uh, renewed a big shot with George Stamos for season two? The no word on that on that. Disney I Plus. Needed, I just needed to. I needed so to throw it, that in. If though. you are, if you are I'm a Disney happy. Plus, uh, uh, you know, subscriber, you're going to get to watch Jungle Cruise. What's your favorite streaming? If you had, okay, if, if you had to pick one streaming service, you could only have one. What would you do? Uh, I think HBO Max is really good. It is, but I for uh, you know for new content, Hulu probably and Netflix are the two best. I mean, just okay. to be able to watch, and Hulu gives Cobra you that availability. Cobra, you gotta, of, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have Netflix for some Cobra Kai, right? You gotta have Netflix. Cobra Kai got a release date, and by Strange, the way. And Stranger Things four. So. Yep. So Cobra Kai release date is New Year's Eve, December thirty first. So uh, you can do that. You can ring in the new year watching the season four. Of Cobra Kai that got a release date. This oh, by the week. way, did you see that uh, deal this week? Eddie Murphy signed a multi picture yeah. deal with Amazon. Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Uh, Amazon. You know, streaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the next film, you know, so evid- evidently, I want to just twofold uh, quickly. Evidently, Coming to America Two was a big hit. Um, I didn't watch it. I don't have it. And there's a saying: if a tree falls in the forest, do you hear it? Does it make a noise? Yeah. Now, d- does does anybody going to remember any? Is coming to America too gonna have any 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 legacy whatsoever? I wouldn't think so. It's not good enough. Number one, but it's here's not. the thing: his next film is gonna be Beverly Hills Cop Four. Now, if, if in ten, you know five years ago, if well, let's go when Beverly, well, Beverly Hills Cop One is is an iconic movie. It is a great movie. It is a massive entertainment. One of the best audience participation films I've ever, and I saw that like nine or ten times in the theater. It was that enjoyable with a crowd. OK, if somebody told you we're going to watch Beverly Hills Cop 4 in 2022 with Eddie Murphy and it's not going to play in theaters, would you believe that? Seriously? No. Oh, well, I but in fairness, it's got nothing to do with covid. No, I never would have thought there would have been a Beverly Hills Cop TV series that was developed, filmed. They showed one episode and then it went away. Like people don't even remember that there was a TV show, Beverly Hills Cop, um, that he was oh, actually yeah. going to do a guest appearance on. Yeah, but he did. He. I don't know if it ever happened because the series didn't last long oh, yeah, enough. No, what, no I, I, it was never. Did it actually air? Yeah, it aired. It aired. Okay. Yeah, it it it, it tanked and and it went away. Uh, yeah. So well, what's it, the point of it without him? It's just stupid. Well, it, it is stupid. Uh, you know, I, I I I he's still very very appealing and no, I, I love him. I, I get it, but uh, and I think I his know, uh, know, his Netflix st- films were good. I, I actually think I think I yeah. I will see. It. I will watch it on Amazon. I will. I still you will think, too. I still think I will that one. I will, but I still think. As but how does Paramount Plus so let that happen? As somebody who has so much of a memory bank of amazing experiences being in a movie theater, it's still a hard pill for me to swallow knowing that movies are being produced with a lot of money, major talent. And Mike, I'm just telling you, there's gonna, there's no legacy to any of this stuff. Well, none of yeah. it. Well, I've seen, but people have been watching movies differently it's, it's now. Sort of, it's, it's sort of like the theory of eating Chinese food. It's really good going down, but you don't really remember it the next day. Well, right? you're hung and you're hungry 20 minutes later. So, I mean, and it, and it this, this, this streaming, not, I, I'm all for the streaming uh, TV shows, you know, Cobra Kai and, 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 and uh, Stranger Things and so many. You love Ozark. All this stuff is great. It's just theatrical stuff that bothers me a little. 
that doesn't it needs to play in a movie there's there's room for both there's room for both you're gonna there's room for both you're gonna have to deal with it yeah yeah i understand you're just i I get it but again people in in 10 years are not gonna say boy I remember watching that movie on no. HBO Max on opening day. I just probably, gonna, probably yeah. not, probably not. But they'll remember seeing the new Jurassic World because they went to the theaters to see it. They're just gonna they be, will. You're going to need the well, new bond. That's where it's they going to happen go into a theater to see this stuff. My daughter just we saw free guy. My daughter had the best time. She's going to remember that. So I I, no, I get And that's what I'm talking about. Well, it's going to happen. It's not going away. You just don't do it anymore. No, I understand. No, but listen to me. But I'm telling you, Beverly Hills Cop 4 belongs in a movie theater if it stars Eddie Murphy. I'm sorry. All right. We're talking. There's no there's no indication that it's not going to go into theaters Mm. at all. We don't know that for sure. I don't think it will because. That's what they want. They want subscri- subscriptions. Well, I, and that's I, what they want. They want I wish them the best of luck with big names and, and big, big production values. And I got news for you. I, I got news for you. You went to yeah. the theater to see Coming to America. You wouldn't have had a great experience anyway. So what the hell's the difference? The movie's okay. not good. It won't freaking matter. Yeah. Right. So uh, you're not going to have a legacy in Coming to America if it's a bland movie that really has no laughs. Where? doesn't matter where you saw it. And that's true. the that, ultimate that problem. True. I get it. You know, the problem is if these movies aren't good, it doesn't matter. Um, but we don't speaking, know because Beverly Hills Cop wasn't filmed, isn't filmed yet. So we don't we don't know the answer to that question. What's the lasting memory of seeing Beverly Hills Cop three in the theater? How bad it sucked. Oh, that, that so is that it. the legacy you want? I mean, no, 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 no. You got to make good product no matter that where you put it. That was the equivalent to Die Hard five, right? Uh, I think it was worse than Die Hard five, oh, to be honest with you. Pretty bad. Um, Tristar's making a Whitney Houston biopic, uh, and there's big stars attached to it, including Stanley Tucci, Chuck, who's going to play uh, Clive Davis in the film. Uh, this movie, this is actually going to get released in theaters, um, and I'm looking forward to it. It's a fascinating story. I just hope it gets pretty dark, right? You, I, they I want tell, if they tell an honest story here. Yeah, it's going to be an absolutely fascinating movie. Looking at theaters in 2022 because she was one of the great. She was an iconic yeah. Amazing talent. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. We brought and, her up and, last and, week you know, in the movie, when you, when, uh, the bodyguard. Ref- yeah. You reflect on her life. And obviously we don't know her. Per- we don't know the inner workings, but clearly Bobby Brown was a really bad influence. Right. You think? Oh, man. I, I mean, let's say just, you know, to say the okay. least, but. If they show what's in all here, this could be a really, a really stunningly good movie. Yeah, I would. I would think so. I would think so. Very dark. Could get dark. Uh, all right, Chuck. Uh, I know before we get into Fast Five, you've got some this day in uh, in history kind of stuff, to f- some fun stuff. Yeah, to play I, I got to have some fun this day in because in, it's September and, you know, the network. What is the network? The networks, you know, historically launch all their new shows for the season. They Which networks are the, the network, Netflix, Hulu? Uh, no, 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 no. Those, net, those there, networks. There, there, are, there are other networks. Yeah, this thing called CBS, ABC, NBC, what? and also Fox. But I anyway. thought CBS, all they did was run NCIS shows and, uh, and NBC was all law and order shows. No, they do new stuff. No, that's what uh, they do. A lot of that. But anyway, this week. In, uh, Are you TV watching uh, Average Joe or Regular Joe or whatever Joe that is on NBC? No. You, you're not watching any of the new no. shows? Anything not excite really. you? Just Chicago Fire. Listen to me. Is that they're still producing those shows? Uh Big block of Wednesday night. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, is that Chicago night? It is. I mock because I don't watch network television. But I know. Go ahead. You know. I, I so used to. So like, this take week me back. In, this week in TV history, 1976, Charlie's Angels premiered on ABC. 
Tell me the original three angels. That would be Kate Jackson, Jacqueline Smith, and Farrah Fawcett Majors. Yes. Who was your favorite angel of all time? Jacqueline Smith, bar none, not even. Mine close. was Cheryl Ladd. Really? I yeah, she was good. Nothing wrong with that. Beautiful. It wasn't Shelly Hack. Uh, I wasn't a big fan. What about uh, the other one? That was Tanya a bomb. Roberts. Tanya Roberts. Yeah. Uh, no. Easy on the eyes, but you know. Yeah, well, no, Jacqueline Smith. I had a huge crush on her. One okay. of my early crushes in life. 1982 Family Ties premieres this week in TV history on NBC. Pretty good show, Michael F- J- Michael J. Fox. Right, more than pretty good. And show. it's interesting I- because you know Courtney Cox played his girlfriend, and then his his real life wife Tracy Pollan ultimately uh, became uh, a girlfriend on the show, and he wound up marrying her in in real life. That was a terrific show. That was one of the best shows. I grew up with that show. And uh, I actually just watched a recent episode of. Yeah, uh, what do you think show. of this one? This Week in TV History, Baywatch premieres on NBC. Not a good show. Does not do great. Does have a legacy. Does not do great in the ratings, gets canceled, and it gets David Hasselhoff uh, cultivates a pretty impressive syndication deal. And, and it gains traction, becomes very popular in syndication. Yeah, that to was me, that N- was a guilty pleasure. I enjoyed it, Mike. That I was really an NBC did. show, right? Correct? Yes, initially. Yeah. And who was his co-star on that initially? Do you remember? Yeah, it was. Um, wasn't it? The, the, wasn't it the girl from Christine? Or it no, looked like her. she was. Uh, she was it on the show. Like I'm talking her. about a guy. There was a guy co-star. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was um, uh, Kirstie Alley's uh, husband at the time, right? Parker Stevenson. Parker, that's right. Ste- Parker Stevenson. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Um, he didn't last very long on that show. No, I don't think he went into syndication. I think it was no. uh, he was IMBC and that was okay. It. A little known show called Friends premiered in 1994 on NBC. Did pretty well, huh? Yeah, I would say so. I'm, I, it jumped the shark halfway through, but it, it was a good show. Yeah, okay, I think it's a tad uh, bit overrated, but that's good. But they all had what? They all had what? They, they all, all had what? They all, they made, all fortune. made money. Yes, they, they all, all didn't have money. great careers. They all made money, though. It, it's, listen, they don't ever have to work a day in their life. The, the, the money keeps rolling in on that one. Did you ever uh, watch that reunion show? By it, the way, you know who? What uh, you know? Talk about residuals. That's when uh, when actors actors is uh, the, the the cast crew makes money in syndication when it gets repeated. Friends is one of the great deals of all time. So is Seinfeld. But do you know the first actor to cut a syndication deal in a TV sitcom? It was a TV sitcom. Tony Danza. Who's the boss? No, it was uh, Carol O'Connor, All in the Family. Oh, wow. Well, he he really, listen, that deal pioneered the industry, right? I would think so. I would think okay, so. Okay, this, this week, TV history, 1999, West Wing premieres on NBC. Good show. Good very show. Very well-written show, Yeah, right? very well-written show, yeah. And one of my all-time, last but not least, one of my all-time favorite shows my, in my top 10 all-time favorite shows, 2004, J.J. Abrams' Lost premieres on ABC. What a great show, Mike. In my yeah. opinion, what a great um, show. Yeah, a lot, of, peop- a lot no, of people think it went off the rails a little bit. I but- don't agree. Yeah. I don't agree. And I think the last episode, to me, was completely satisfying. It was Jack's story, Matthew Fox. And I, I loved the last episode. Uh, it didn't wrap up everything, but it was completely satisfying for me. Uh, I tend to agree. You know, with in that. the pilot, do you know who they originally wanted to play the airplane airplane pilot who who, who is a pilot of a plane that crashes? And gets Charlton it? Heston. No, Michael Keaton. They had a deal in place, uh, and for whatever reason, it it fell through. But that would have been really cool. Speaking of Michael Keaton, yeah. um, I just saw that movie. I actually watched it on nine eleven about nine eleven. He plays the lawyer. Yeah, it tries to it? get it's really, really good, Chuck. Oh, my gosh. You got to watch it. He's so good in it, too. So Stanley Tucci. 
Um, he's he's kind of he's doing the lawsuit to make sure that everybody gets paid, you know, that that gets uh, compensated for who they lost to their family members. And he plays the one lawyer that does it all. Um, it's called Worth. It's on Netflix right now. I highly, highly uh, recommend it. Um, I, I, and he's got another new movie out, too. He's working hard. He's got this movie called The Protégé that's hitting theaters, too, Chuck. Yeah, that, uh, theaters already. Yeah, was it? What's her name is uh, in that? The um, uh, Maggie, Maggie, uh, Maggie Q, right? Yeah, yeah, she's really good. And of course, it, it didn't do well. No, no. Uh, and he's got a TV series that's starting on, uh, I think, Hulu next. You know, it's really interesting week. how actors go the ups and downs. And he had big ups and then he had big downs. And, but the Bird, Birdman really revived him. Yeah, Birdman did, no I doubt mean, about really it. And did. Spotlight, you know, and then he yeah, followed I mean, up with Spotlight. Everything you know? that followed has been, you know, uh, Spider Man, his turn in Spider Man. I mean, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, and 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 his and his turn is Bruce Wayne, Batman, in, in the Flashpoint movie as an aging Batman. Let's be honest, that's going to be massive anticipation. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's definitely got screen presence. There's still, and um, we'll we'll see what he does next. He, I, I was weird seeing him in that protege trailer. like, what is he doing here? He, you, you think he's uh, he's beyond doing these kind of movies, but I guess his rents do too, Chuck. The rent is always due. There's no doubt. Any other TV due, series? Any other? No. All right. Quick. We'll do a fast five here before we wrap up our podcast. OK, and then uh, we'll go to the Michael Douglas movies. If you're listening on radio, uh, Linda Hamilton celebrates a, a, a birthday this weekend. I mean, it's obviously Sarah Connor, right? It is. But again, one of some I, I, I thoroughly enjoy her chemistry with Pierce Bronson and Don, Dante speaks. I think she's really good in that movie and their chemistry is outstanding. It's a solid movie. If you like disaster movies and we love them, it's a good one. It is. And uh, did you like her chemistry with uh, James Belushi and Mr. Destiny? It's an interesting movie. It's, it's like it's sort of an, obviously it's a ripoff of uh, It's a Wonderful Life. But it has an interesting, uh, it's a misfire, but an interesting one. Uh, Will Smith, you may have heard of him. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was a movie star too, Chuck, for a little while. And I'm really- I, I, Listen, I think Independence Day uh, made him a star. And his, he's just so much fun in that movie. But uh, how old do you think Hathbert, he is? Um, 51? 53. Okay. Um, you know, I, a movie that's underrated because the last 10 minutes- kind of crazy but i am legend he's really good in that movie he's really good it's in all it. him I, I, too. I, I wish the second half was as good as the first half though. yeah i wish they would have just let the german shepherd live and maybe and stop the cgi yeah yeah the cgi was a little too yeah, much you know what I, I gotta tell you when i i sometimes i'll put that movie on here uh in my icing parlor and um it's because it's on hbo max i the first half is really good it's hard to watch the dog, you know, when the yeah. dog dies, it's just, it's hard to watch. The dog's a main character. It's like if, 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 if but, uh, you know, but Butch Cassidy dies 20, an hour into the movie, yeah. you know, it, it, it's that big but a he's deal. Really, he's super good in it. He is. Yeah. And, and of course the, the movie, he got all his accolades for the, the, um, when he plays that guy who ends up being a stockbroker, right? Yeah, the, pursuit of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. It, it, it's, yeah. his, it's his best uh, acting probably. How about Mark Hamill, Chuck? He is, uh, believe it or not, 70 years old. You know, uh, I, read that, I, read, I read that today. And, and uh, the, you know, it, it, what popped in my head, because we used to, there was a thing called WHT, which we mentioned the first, like, uh, 
cable service with a with rabbit ear antennas. I remember a movie called Corvette Summer. He did yeah. with Annie Potts. Remember that? Yeah. I, that yeah. played on that service. I saw that in the movies, actually. Uh, yeah. Okay. And D- Danny Bonaducci is a co-star in that movie. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was I'll a never, decent I'll movie. I'll never understand how people rag on him for like, like his acting in the Star Wars franchise. Like, what did he? T- I thought he was terrific. I what are you talking it, about? And in the reboots too. And the and I think he's great in everything. It's just weird how he has a his- boy- Listen, the original Star Wars. He's perfectly cast. He is. But what happened? I mean, why? Why didn't it catch on? I mean, I know he got know. that. He got in that car accident, right? And he had the surgery. Yeah, he's gotten a lot of claim for his voice work is 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 the Joker and Batman animated stuff. Um, But that was really later on. I mean, he did not cash in. Listen, I don't. I can't answer that question. I don't know. You know, he did a return Return of the Jedi in '83. Yeah, and and that was pretty much it. I mean, yeah, I know. uh, I don't get it. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, How about Christopher Reeve? It's weird. Luke Skywalker and Superman share a birthday chuck and he did a movie called uh street smart with morgan freeman that's really good but he's superman i mean he's they'll never be listen the here's the thing i mean i like henry cavall a lot and uh that's this version's a little darker but the thing with christopher reeve he was at the right place at the right time it had the right tone for the right time yeah and 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 the first superman movie and the second they're right in my opinion they're iconic movies and you know, he was he was just a great fit for that role. It's sad. You know, he only been he would have been 69 years old. Not it's, that old. Yeah, not that old at all. No. Um, And and I did, you know, somewhere in time, a lot of people like that movie, too. Yeah, I know they do. James um, Seymour and him. Yep. Yep. So and last but not least, also sharing the same birthday, Michael Madsen, Chuck, a uh, great character actor who's kind of gone by the, you know, back in the early 2000s, late 90s. He you know, it was always a pleasure to have Michael Madsen in one of your movies. Those days are long gone. But um, you think Michael Madsen, is it him dancing around and cutting the ear off in Reservoir Dogs? Or is there something else that stands I mean, out? That's a big one. It's funny because I was I, so I, I play clips a lot at my at my ice cream parlor on, on YouTube. And I, I the other, yesterday, actually, I put on a clip from Free Willy. He's in Free Willy. He's in Free Willy. He's yeah. in Free Willy. He is in Free Willy. And he, he, people, him and um, him and uh, Tom Sizemore, they're almost interchangeable. He, uh, Madsen's in Species, too, right? Yeah, he was good in that. He's in both yeah. of them. He's I in mean, Species, yeah. too, as well. So yeah. he's, he's like Tom. Well, I love Tom Sizemore and Saving Private Ryan, but they're, they're almost like interchangeable. It's almost like, OK, you can't get him, get him. Yeah, almost. You know? they're, they're especially in that late 90s period. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, I mean, he, you know, at least Tom Sizemore was in, I don't, I don't want to say bigger movies, but more, you know, respectable movies than, than because, you know, Michael Madsen was almost in every, and Quentin Tarantino loved him, right? Yeah. He's good in the Kill Bill movies. He's good in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. He, he pops up in a lot of his films, The Hateful 80s, and that as well. Um, but Michael Madsen, isn't he, he's Virginia Madsen's brother, right? I, believe- I think they're brother and sister, right? Okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, and by the way, he is uh, 64 years old this okay. weekend. All right. That's your fast five. That's your podcast this week. Chuck, enjoy your week. We'll do it all over again next week. Mike, always a pleasure to the audience. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
podcast by Federated Media. Mm-hmm.